0: Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint.
1: Faster by, good evening, it's half past five. This is Update for Friday, 1st of March, 2024 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the island. Background to that news and sport and business and Sea Watch and travel updates. And the newsmakers in person. This evening, Braddon Commissioners mustn't talk to Manx Care. The latest on the measles situation. Ramsey needs more for young people, says a candidate. Support for domestic abuse victims. And the Ravens hope to bounce back at the bowl tomorrow. Man Benham, for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines, my Chanel Suku.
2: Fastamai. A yellow weather warning is now in place on the Isle of Man for ice and further hill snow. There's also the continued risk of sleet or snow on our roads. Meanwhile, the mountain road is shut due to the weather conditions. A decision on possibly reopening it will be made at 7 o'clock. An MHK says she wanted to leave the Department of Education, Sport and Culture before she was pushed. Douglas South member Claire Christian handed in her resignation earlier this week, a week after Julie Edge was sacked as minister. And one of the government's top health advisors says they're continuing to monitor the situation here as the UK sees a spike in measles cases. In international news, the UK Prime Minister is expected to speak outside Downing Street shortly. It's understood he's going to talk about events in Parliament last week and the need to protect the UK's democratic processes. An inquest revealed Thomas Kingston died from a traumatic head wound. A gun was found near the 45-year-old's body in in a part of his parents' home on Sunday. And reigning Formula One champion Max Verstappen will start from the front in tomorrow's season opening Grand Prix in Bahrain. The Red Bull driver qualified quickest ahead of F- Ferrari's Charles Leclerc. Those were your headlines. News at six.
0: Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather
1: with Manx Glass and Glazing. Gorham thank you. Chanel from the Ronaldsway Met Office. There is a strong wind warning in operation for the North RAC. State of sea is light or moderate. As you heard, there is a yellow weather warning in place for ice and snow. Rain, sleet and snow will clear through the evening. A risk of a wintry shower on the hills overnight. Minimum two degrees at sea level overnight. Freezing point on high... And for Jassan, possible frost and ice first thing. Then sunny intervals, scattered showers in a light northerly up to 6 degrees. After that, the wind will back northerly down to 4 degrees. Sunday, Jaduni is dry and bright. Light southwesterly and 7 degrees. Sunset at 3 minutes before 6 this evening. Low water 5 to 9. High tide 3 minutes before 3 a.m. Sunrise 3 minutes after 7. Low water 21 minutes after 9. The Manxman is in the harbour. We've got delays and cancellations at Ronaldsway Way tonight. Manx
0: Glass and Glazing are proud to be an approved contractor with Construction Isle of Man. Call the team on 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate.
1: Braddon Commissioners have been told not to contact officers at Manx Care and instead direct all communications through the Department of Health and Social Care. It follows issues with access to the local authority's new community centre, the Roundhouse, you'll hear. Manx Care Chief Exec Theresa Cope first, Chair Braddon Commissioners
3: Andrew Jessup. Well, we've been talking to Manx Care, or our clerk has since uh, 2022 about either the new access or mitigation measures to do with using the existing hospital roads and we felt that we had got very close to satisfying their concerns then we were informed that they were no longer able to uh, speak directly to us and that everything had to now go through the Department of Health. Interestingly when Mr Hooper was appointed to the position back in 2021 he's on record as saying that operational and safety matters at the hospital were a matter for Manx Care not the department.
4: So our operational teams have had some contact with the um, Braddon Commissioners. Obviously, it's a matter that is being led by the Department of Health and Social Care, but we have had some involvement in terms of some of those meetings and understanding the operational impact. So Manx Care have produced a risk assessment which has taken into account a wide range of concerns regarding the access of the, uh, to the roundhouse through the Noble site, and that has been shared with the Department of Health and Social Care. Yes, there has been issues raised regarding access for emergency vehicles, and that has all been taken into consideration. It is only one of the considerations. But as I say, the Department of Health and Social Care are leading on this.
1: One of the government's top health advisors says they're continuing to monitor the situation as the UK sees a spike in cases of measles. The story from Lewis Foster. It's been largely
5: attributed to a fall-in uptake of the vaccine. The World Health Organization sets out a target of 95% of the population being jabbed, but it's fallen below that. The Manx Health Advisory Body says that the disease is serious and highly infectious and can lead to life-changing complications. Public Health Isle of Man is urging parents to ensure their children are jabbed and know the signs and symptoms to look out for. Interim Deputy Director Toyana Amuzan explains what those are.
6: Measles usually starts with cold-like symptoms. A high temperature, a runny or blocked nose, a sneezing, a cough, red, sore, or watery eyes. This is followed by a non-itchy red-brown rash about three to five days later. Some people may also get small white spots in their mouth. The Isle
7: of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wynn. In a match that's
1: produced high entertainment in recent years, FC Alabama welcome West Didsbury and Chalton to the bowl in the NWCFL Premier Division. This coming Saturday night, the Ravens boss Paul Jones explains what his team's response has been like this week following their pasting at the hands of Ken Kendall Town last weekend?
5: Really good I wouldn't expect anything different, you take your medicine so to speak, you know you, it is a bit of a pill to swallow but you've got to take it and you've got to accept your role in that as a, as a group and individually and then and move on and, and make sure it doesn't happen again and, and that's basically been the focus this week and you know very quickly, not too quickly but very quickly everyone moved on and, and delivered a really good training session Tuesday and a good set, session again on Thursday morning and yeah ready to, to put it right against West We go through little spells don't we where, where it looks like maybe we've we've solved it and then you know you get a, a shock like we did in that first seven minutes on Saturday and, and clearly we're not quite there yet West Sidsbury are a really good side they try to play you know they'll, they'll play proper football so to speak you know they'll play through the thirds and, and, and look to open teams up through good play we need to counter that and we need to make sure that we're able to to expose areas of their game that we that we feel they're they're not quite as good as they could be so hopefully not too open from my point of view but but hopefully um, lots of chances at at the West Didsbury end of the pitch and and not too many at our end. West Didsbury are coming excited to play on a decent surface and and they'll be wanting to show what good footballers they are as well and you know we we think hopefully that, that we've got more than enough to get something out of the game and I guess time will tell. This Saturday is a a, a great opportunity to get back on winning ways. Um, We feel like we're we're capable of doing that. We shouldn't ever see this season a performance like we had in that first 10 minutes against Kendall last weekend. The players are fully aware of of what we expect from them and my hand has been forced a little bit in terms of making some changes because that wasn't what I expect to see from a team that wear the FC Isle shirt. The players that have the shirt on Saturday, I fully expect them to push really, really hard and those that come off the bench hopefully will either sustain the performance or change the game in our favour is required.
1: A candidate in the upcoming Ramsey Commissioner's by-election says the town needs to be more inclusive for young people. Joe Callister, Sandra Cotum-Shea, Pauline Johns-Garrett and Sarah Kennedy-Hay are competing for the seat. We'll hear from all the candidates on Manx Radio, but first, Mr Callister says, well, have a listen. I've decided
8: to stand as a commissioner, as Ramsey's my hometown and the people are lovely. I do see that there are problems and there are also some amazing retailers Units And I'd like to bring about some transparency in government, or at least in the town hall, and I just want to make sure that for everyone, Ramsey is a lovely place to be. I'm interested in the community and the culture, green spaces and town attraction getting people to be able to access nature. So there are some areas in Ramsey that are difficult for those on with mobility issues to get to. Inclusion and transparency is another area I'd like to look at, especially with inclusion, because I think the language of politics, no one inherently understands it. And it'd be good if I can sort of break that down, get more people involved. So we've got more of a diverse group. One of the concerns in the town, well, two of the concerns have always been with the parking and, another concern has been with the brownfield sites. So with people's vote if I become a commissioner I will become knowledgeable enough, I will listen across the board, everybody's ideas and they are priorities to focus on I believe we need to make it more inclusive for younger people, for the youth. Once they reach an age where they can't go to the youth centre no more, they find themselves with little to do, they might get themselves in trouble. So one of the areas I'd like to focus on, and that goes alongside inclusion, I'd like to be able to build a warm shelter, a hangar out for for younger people, even a spot where they're allowed to graffiti. I'd like to improve on the events that we already have.
0: Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. the
1: vessel, Mangsman, left Hesham at three minutes past two. She's uh, safely on the link span now in Douglas Harbour. We'll be departing at seven forty-five this evening, heading to Heesham There, about half past eleven, the overnight departure two fifteen, back to Douglas at six tomorrow morning, and the Saturday morning departure eight forty-five. Manxman heads to Hesham. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. MHK says she wanted to lead the Department of Education, Sport and Culture before she was pushed. Douglas South member Claire Christian handed her resignation in earlier this week. The government's been contacted for a response. Here's Miss Christian.
4: When I can see so much happening and I had the support, definitely, or I certainly gave the support to the then Minister Julie Edge, I felt like I could fight from within and I, I don't think that that fight from within is... is uh, we are able to do that anymore. I, I think that everybody's says, oh, go into the department so that you can and you can make the changes. But I've just seen too many examples now of actually, I didn't need to be in a department to bring the motion for the healthcare levy, you know, Mm. the surcharge. So I'm hopefully going to make a difference outside. I I think going on your own terms is really important.
5: So you felt like you might have been pushed.
4: Conversations were already immediately happening that week between um, the new minister and other ministers. In the old days, you had conversations with the Chief Minister, about your role, so I'm I'm a little bemused as to why these conversations are happening between ministers and members, and um, it, the, the, there seems to almost be this this sort of uh, I, I'm not sure why he doesn't want to confront members and, and have that conversation to them directly, but uh, it uh, that that's certainly how it happened in the last administration. I think it's just important that I took my my career in my hands at this time.
1: Manx Radio Business Briefing at 17 minutes before six in corporate news marks and. Spec- Spencer Group, PLC, hit the headlines after it won a legal challenge against the UK government, moving it one step closer to being allowed to demolish a century-old Art Deco store near Marble Arch in central London and build a modern replacement. Dell Technologies soared close to 30% after its result beat expectations as the company continues to see robust demand for its AI servers. The makers of PCs also announced a 20% increase in quarterly dividend rise. For a full daily market report, go to ramseycrockle.com. The US Federal Aviation Administration has told Boeing it's got 90 days to draw up a plan to boost its safety practices, which have been under scrutiny since a door plug came off one of its 737 MAX planes in mid-air in January. The FAA's directive comes a day after an independent panel probing Boeing's safety measures found a disconnect between Boeing's senior management and others at the company over safety matters, the Wall Street Journal reports. The panel, uh, made up of government and industry aviation experts, also suggested that Boeing hasn't got strong enough safety safeguards in place to stop retaliation against employees who point out safety issues. According to urine News, the FAA didn't indicate what action it might take if Boeing fails to meet the 90-day deadline. And Ryanair's chief exec, Michael O'Leary, who's been highly critical of Boeing's quality control practices, recently said that production delays tied to the company's safety issues could put Ryanair ticket prices up 10% this summer. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and Europe closed higher despite the Eurozone inflation release coming in stronger than expected. The ECB, the European Central Bank, will use the latest indicator to chart its future course of interest rate cuts. US uh, markets continued to move up. Oil rose and gold hit a one month high. The numbers from Ramsey Crookall at the close in London. The FTSE 100 is up eight tenths of a percent, 7,688. The DAX in Frankfurt up just over a third of a percent, 17,000. 742. In New York City, the Dow Jones Industrial up just over a tenth of a percent, 39,056. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index up just over six-tenths of a percent, 16,193. And in Chicago, the S&P 500 up four-tenths of a percent at 5,117. But there are hours to go there yet. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one US dollar, 26.4 cents, one euro, 16.7 cents, and 24 South African rand, 18.4 cents. In commodities, gold's up one and a half percent at two thousand and seventy-four dollars per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude up almost two and three quarter percent at eighty-four dollars fifteen cents. I'm running late again. Do you know where I put my car keys? In the fridge. Where's my phone? Under the
4: dog basket.
1: By you haven't forgotten that we're seeing
4: Ramsey Crookall later.
0: Oh, um, no, of, of course not. Um, five p.m. is it?
3: Quarter it a three. I'll be there.
0: Life is busy. That's why Ramsey Crookall's team takes time to help you make a mindful investment decision considering all the options giving you full control of your financial future less stress more assurance forgot to put my shoes on see how we can make your money work for you call 717171 or visit ramseycrickle.com licensed and regulated by the isle of man financial services authority and water sports. Weather with Manx glass and glazing. Here's
1: the relevant information. If you're sailing, kayaking, windsurfing, paddleboarding, sea swimming, diving or surfing this weekend, uh, the sea temperature is 9 degrees. For Saturday, the wind is north or northeasterly, force 3 or 4, becoming variable 3 or less. Wave height 0.5 to 1 metres, but 1 to 1.5 metres in the south and west of First. Wave period, five seconds, becoming four seconds. High tide, 3.16 p.m. And for Sunday, the wind is southerly or southwesterly, force three or less, increasing force three or four. Wave height, 0.3 to 0.6 metres. Wave period, four seconds, becoming three seconds. Sunday's high tide, 11 minutes past 4 p.m. Manx Glass & Glazing are able to offer
0: an emergency out-of-hours boarding-up service. Call 491918.
1: Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Manx Care is hoping to improve its support for victims of domestic abuse. Specialist training for safeguarding adults, uh, Jane McElwraith, was selected to train to be an independent domestic violence advisor over thousands of other applicants across the UK. She and Head of Safeguarding and Manx Care, Terry Banks, have been speaking to Manx Radio.
4: If you're approached with someone that's made a disclosure about domestic abuse, it's how to manage that. It's been identified in the Adult Safeguarding Nursing, team that we've had an increase in domestic abuse referrals. We did have concerns especially with adults attending emergency department. We do meet adults that have made disclosures but obviously it's to give extra support as well and it's been part of my safeguarding role for a lot of years but especially now in adult safeguarding.
6: So IDFAs have been present in all hospitals in the UK for many years and having come from the UK two and a half years ago and managed a service very similar to this, I've seen and the actual impact that they can have on victims of domestic abuse. So what we did was think, right, we've got Jane who's seen the victims anyway. So we've added that qualification that she will get onto her current post as a safeguarding nurse. So it's a very difficult process for Jane to get through. They're looking at thousands of applications. We're really proud she'll be the first Manx Care accredited for. And we've um, implemented what we call routine inquiry. So any patient that comes in, rather than say, what's happened to you? We would say, who's done this? to you ed will phone up jane will go down and ask the person that question who is harming you and what can we do so we have had an increase i'm putting that down to hopefully the protection of the legal framework and the domestic abuse act and now that jane's in post i would like to see that staff are asking the right questions referring to jane jane's going out into the community and again with the training that we've done and our colleagues with the police i think it'll be really really successful for us
3: Manx Radio Sport. Faster my Rob Pritchard. Faster my good evening starting with football and the two frontrunners in the Canada Life Men's Premier League are both on the road in the latest Isle of Man fixtures on Saturday afternoon. Leaders Peel head to Union Mills whilst challengers Air United who remain three points behind the Westerners but with two games in hand head to Strugglers Braddon. Elsewhere there's a potentially poignant clash in Division 2 at the Niverson Stadium as unbeaten second place Foxdale travel to promotion hopefuls Onken. All matches on Saturday across the divisions will get underway at 2.30pm. In rugby Vagabonds ladies will make a long awaited return to home soil tomorrow as part of the latest Isle of Man rugby fixtures. They'll take on Didsbury Talk H at Baller Fletcher at 1 pm on Saturday afternoon after what has been a tough transitional season for the Manx squad in the women's NC1 Northwest so far. Meanwhile, Douglas face a tough task on the road in Regional 2 Northwest up against third place Bowden tomorrow. Manx Radio's rugby correspondent Dave Christian says although Bowdoin have a good points gap over Douglas right now, recent form makes this tie harder to call. It's difficult to say how it's going to go since Chris miss, Bowdoin have just fallen away a little bit. Douglas are gone
1: away reasonably confident here but remember that uh, results haven't gone their way. They've had those injury problems and you're looking at the form book, you've got to fancy a Bowden win.
3: And finally, Cup action takes the spotlight this weekend in Manx hockey with the semi-finals across the Men's and Ladies Cup competitions. Four teams remain respectively in the Men's Cup, Ladies Cup, Men's Plate, Ladies Plate and Ladies Bowl tournaments with matches beginning from 11am on Saturday morning. Manx Radio's hockey correspondent Ben Cunningham believes the the semi final time the Ladies' Cup between title contenders, Valkyrie A and Castletown A, at QE2 in Peel, could be one of the picks of the round. Valkyries have looked really
8: good all season, but Castletown Ladies A have really found their form now and they are showing how they won the league last season. Both sides will want to get into the final. <laughs>
1: Banks Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronald's Way, the 4.20 Emerald from Dublin won't be in until five past seven. Uh, next inbound after that, we've got... Uh the 5.25, Logan Air from Manchester. It's delayed. We have no time for that at the moment. uphouse House 7, EasyJet from Gatwick's on time. The 10 to 8, Logan Air from London. City's cancelled and lastly, It's the 5.28. So, Logan Air from Liverpool returning patient transfer plane. Outbound tonight. The uh, 4.45 Emerald back to Dublin, that's delayed, won't be going out until half past seven. The 6 o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool is delayed at the moment, that's the outbound patient transfer. And then it's the uh, 8 o'clock EGD back to London Gatwick, showing on time. On the roads, Hillside Avenue is closed in Douglas through to Circular Road for adjacent office window replacement. A section of Switzerland Road is closed for construction work. Temporal lights at the bottom end of Summer Hill for gas repairs. Uh, Brighton Terrace at the Mount Bradda Junction's got some lights for gas main replacement. And face closures on the Starvey Road for water main work and the bottom end of Balabui Road's closed for ditching works. Part of the Loop Road's closed between Erie Dam and Kyonslow Hill for patching works in Foxdale. The bottom end of Mount Gordon Road in Ganze is closed for patching works. Parliament Street's closed from Court Road to the end of Bourne Place for repairs to Speed Rams. And Colby face closures on the uh, baller Kilferrick Road. Key and Road in Andrews is closed in phases and Santa Kurt Michael closes on the baller Road. And the Mantra Road is closed from Ramsey through to the Craig. Ask how you can spread the cost interest-free at...
0: Keyside! <laughs>
1: A Ramsey commissioner says a planning application to build houses next to a nature reserve won't go away despite it being rejected by the planning committee. Lamara Crane set up a group which supports the protection of the salt marsh and started a petition to stop the planning application from being approved.
9: I'm pleased that it's been rejected at this stage, but obviously I'm concerned that this process isn't over and we don't know what's going to happen in future. At the moment, this was a a, a small victory. You know, the the battle has been won. but not the war so we we don't know what's going to happen and we are concerned about the future of the land and and what the developers will come back with so I guess time will tell we are taking measures, we are congregating together as a community, um, as campaigners that are really passionate about this area and just about having sustainable developments on the Isle of Man, ones that don't damage heritage and important areas of conservation We would love developers to to target brownfield sites and that would be the ideal they've already been built on they can of course take measures to mitigate any damage that may be done if areas have been colonised by species on a brownfield site and these sites are ripe for developing greenfield sites desperately need to be protected we can't just pave the whole of the Isle of Man there is a campaign being ran by many different members in Ramsey I've helped with quite a lot of it and I am in- encouraging others to to get involved. It's been incredibly stressful and tiring the last week or so because we really had to spearhead it before the planning decision was made. So I think that this won't go away.
0: Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com
1: or call 690-300. The Health and Social Care Minister has told a Timwell Committee it's important to look at the issues raised by constituents even when data suggests there isn't a problem. Laurie Hooper, MHK, says he's comfortable that his department and Manx Care are working to a well-crafted set of metrics uh, but aren't collecting statistical information for the sake
7: of it. He says, though, the system isn't foolproof. Let's monitor and try and understand is that actually an issue? Is that happening? What does it look like? Um, I think the challenge we've got is translating some of that data into something that means something to people, Um, especially when the data and the patient experience are in conflict. So GP waiting times is the best example I can give you of that, where the data we get from GP practices is relatively good. You know, the average wait time for a GP appointment, according to the GPs, is six days across Mm -hmm. the island. It ranges from two to to 15. Um, But then you talk to people who say they've been told they need to wait four weeks for a GP appointment you think well hold on a second that isn't what the data you're giving us shows us what's going on and actually quite often there are very valid reasons why those differences exist Mm. Uh, sometimes they're not it's just communications and things but that's kind of where the qualitative and quantitative information really needs to kick in you can't just say well I'm told this by the primary care network it must be true actually what are people really seeing and and does that back up the data that you're you're getting from Care? and if it does which it often does you can be comfortable that the data is reliable and it's been validated but actually if there is a conflict there between what people are actually seeing and reporting versus what the data is telling you, you need to lift the lid a little bit and understand, well, why is that the case?
1: That's it for Update Tonight. Brought to you from the resources of Max Radio's news department, thanks to newsreader Chanel Suku, producer Amy Griffiths. Uh, for the latest on the Mountain Road, there will be an announcement around 7 o'clock tonight. Listen to Max Radio for all the details. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Back on Monday,
8: 5.30. W. I N T